Welcome into another episode of the TBJ Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Jackson. And I'm Tucker. And today we will be covering our Week 10 waiver wire candidates along with some drop candidates. Here we have the Week 10 waiver wires starting out with quarterbacks. Um, I mean, Carson Wentz, he's doing pretty good so far this he's, season. He's starting to pick it up. Yeah, I mean, he's the 10th overall quarterback. I mean, he's that, ten, all the way up at 10th, huh? That might, I, I kind of wondered, looking at it on Mondays, if like the Sunday games haven't quite been put into it. So like Thursday might have jumped him up a little bit in the rankings just because of the extra points. So I think that that might have something to do with it. Because, I mean, sense. I was a little surprised. Yeah, I, I had the same thought. I'm like, he's the 10th quarterback? Haven't really seen much from him. I think he averages like 18 fantasy points per game. But then uh, just this past week, I mean, he had 272 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions against the Jets, which is not a very good defense. But still, they have the Jaguars in Week 10. So they did shut down Josh Allen. So, I mean, or not really shut him down, but he didn't have a touchdown. No, he didn't, yeah. So, I mean. He had nine fantasy points, I think, or something like really low. Depending on the league scoring. Yeah, depending on the yeah. league scoring, yeah. But, yeah, he had very low scoring game, Josh Allen, against the Jaguars. So, it makes me hesitant to see if Carson Wentz will do it. But this season is just so fucking iffy. Well, this it's week just, especially. Just all around, like, the whole season, it's like. There isn't really a quarterback as averaging a lot of points. Like Tom Brady's averaging 25 fantasy points. And he's points, number one. And he's number one. And then second is Jalen Hurts. He's 22. Yep. And it's just like the fantasy points for, to quarterbacks and just like different defenses being able to shut down. Quarter, it's just it's just so... Inconsistent. Uh, yeah, that's the best way to put it. It's just, yeah, it's inconsistent, and there's really no one. I mean, there are some defense that are just completely shutting people down, but like the Jets, I mean, I just, they're got two wins against two good teams, too. So it's yeah. like, they're just such a weird team. But then Carson Wentz comes out three touchdowns, and when it was, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. But Carson Wentz, he's, he's doing good. I mean, he had two interceptions a week ago, but zero interceptions this game, and only like, three on the season so far so yep. he's starting to get it going and i mean michael Pittman jr low-key having a phenomenal season yeah i mean he's a top 10 wide receiver at this point too and again might be something to do with the thursday night matchup but still having a great season and carson Wentz, he's having a pretty good season so far too so i mean he's available in 50 percent of leagues at this point and yeah i mean it's so iffy to pick him up because it's Carson Wentz. Yeah, just don't he could also have a seven point six, like just a dud of a game. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about Carson Wentz now, and it's like, oh yeah, two hundred and seventy two yards, three touchdowns. Next week against the Jaguars, he'll have one hundred and seventy yards and two interceptions. Yeah, it's just who knows how it'll go. This whole season has been that's the model for this entire season. Essentially, who knows how this will go? I mean, mm-hmm. it's just. There's no way to really predict this season. It's been really inconsistent. Up and down, yeah. yeah. Up and down, so it's just hard to know. But another waiver wire quarterback that could be potentially uh, good throughout the rest of the season, um, Matt Ryan. I mean, rostered in 43.9% of leagues, but uh, he's been missing Calvin Ridley a lot this season, so it's kind of been hampering him down. But now Calvin Ridley has said he's really stepping away from football. Maybe that just kind of takes the monkey off their back, just kind of... So they're not let them clear get clear headed and kind of focus on games as opposed to other things. Yeah, and I mean, uh, they just have a bunch of other wide receivers there. So I mean, they just start spreading around more. I mean, they have quite a few weapons. I mean, not big names. Uh, we'll go into them a little bit deeper in the wide receivers, but uh, yeah, three hundred and thirty-four yards, three total touchdowns. One of them being a rushing touchdown. 
27 fantasy points, and that was all against the Saints. Yeah, tougher defense, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, they beat the Bucks. I mean, two weeks ago. It's just, or last week, so it's just, who knows? Like like I said, the inconsistency. The, yeah. The Saints beat the, the Buccaneers, they shut down Tom, and then this happens, like, with Matt Ryan and the Falcons offense. Like, again, just very inconsistent, don't know how it'll go, but week 10, they are at the Cowboys, and... We saw Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> just, yeah, sure. Again, the, Cowboys. the up and down. Cowboys have been one of the best team, and the Broncos have started off hot but fizzled, and then they go and pretty much shut down the Cowboys except for garbage time points. And yeah, it's just the Cow. They're at Falcons are at Cowboys in Week Ten, so I mean potential there for Matt Ryan to have another big game. It's just like we said, it's all up in the air, very uh-huh. inconsistent. Who knows how the hell it'll all go? But moving on to the running backs, Jordan Howard. It's clear that he's emerging as the new number one running back in Philadelphia, and he's actually being fantasy relevant somewhat. I mm-hmm. mean, 17 carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown, 13 fantasy points on the day. So, I mean, not too crazy, but his 17 carries is seven more than Boston Scott and 15 more than Kenneth Gainwell. So, it's like, obviously, Kenneth Gainwell being thrown to the back here and Boston Scott, too. I mean, 10 carries compared to Jordan Howard's 17. Again, the inconsistency. I mean, start off with Miles Sanders week one, and then Kenneth Gainwell takes some touchdowns away, and then Miles Sanders gets hurt. Boston Scott comes in. Jordan Howard comes in. They both have good games, and then it's like, which one do you pick up? Yeah. Jordan Howard comes in the second week without Miles Sanders and has 17 carries for 71 yards. So, I mean... At this point, I I can't say it's safe to say that Jordan Howard is the premier running back for the Eagles. Because, I mean, next week it will be Kenneth Gainwell will have 20 carries. It's yep. just, I just I'm just don't know what to do. I mean, I picked up Boston Scott this past week, even though I said I wasn't going to. I did, and, too. I had to in a league. Yeah, exactly. I had Didn't to as off. well. Yeah, it did not pay off. And it, Jordan Howard, too. I mean, he only had 13 points, so who knows what his ceiling really is for fantasy points, but he's only rostered in 8.5% of leagues. So if you're uh, doing really hurting at the right back position, if you had Miles Sanders and you picked up Kenneth Gainwell after that, I mean, you could probably drop Kenneth Gainwell for Jordan Howard at this point. But like I said, Kenneth Gainwell, probably next week, he'll have 20 fantasy points again. It just... And they'll be saying the opposite. You say you could drop Jordan Howard and you pick up Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah. Yeah, It's just, it's carousel. Yeah, it is. It truly is. So, um... One of the the next running back on my waiver wire list, he's I think starting to be more of a fantasy consistent flex option. That's Ty Johnson, rostered in twenty point five percent of leagues. He only had four carries for twenty one yards, but two receptions on three targets, forty yards, and a touchdown, totaling twelve fantasy points. And I mean that's ten plus games or ten plus fantasy points in his last four games. So I mean that's going back to before their bye week. So. They're clearly getting him the ball. I mean, very little. I mean, he had six touches. So, I mean, but he does does the work with it. I mean, Michael Carter's there kind of taking some eyeballs away. And Ty Johnson comes in. They split the backfield from time to time. And, yeah, Ty Johnson's becoming a receiving wide or running back. But, I mean, yeah, the six touches, that that, um, concerns me. But still, 10-plus fantasy points. Like we said, if you really... Uh, need a running back ty johnson definitely a guy you could go pick up i mean and they were behind pretty much the whole game so the game script kind of got thrown out the window yep 
because they were down two touchdowns really, really quick, so they probably didn't run the ball or maybe use well, yeah, him Mike, as much. Yeah, Michael Carter did not have a very good game as well. Uh, or, I mean, Ty Johnson had more fantasy points than Michael Carter did this past week. So, I mean, yeah, like you said, if they got down, they just maybe relied on Ty Johnson in the game a little bit more, maybe took Michael Carter out. But still, it's just, yeah, Jets. So it's it's pick up with caution there. I mean, it's the Jets, so... <laughs> They're on to their third quarterback now. Yep. I think Zach Wilson might be back for this week, but yeah, still. If Josh, not this week, probably next. But yeah. yeah, Josh Johnson seeming to be the guy there for the meantime. So, yeah, I really don't know what to think about that Jets offense. So, kind of starting to be worried about Michael Carter, but it's just one down game, so hopefully he can pick it up. But, yeah, Ty Johnson, valuable waiver wire candidate. And then old-timer, former MVP Adrian Peterson. He's rostered in 52.9% of leagues now, and uh, he had 10 carries, 21 yards, and a touchdown this past week, and that's his first week with the Titans. So, I mean, yep. he got the touchdown to start out, 10 carries, did average 2.1 yards per carry, so that is that is rather awful. Yep. Uh, but it's against a Rams defense that has Aaron Donald up front, and yeah, it's, a, it's hard to run against them. So, Adrian Peterson, he did lead the Titans in carries, too, on Sunday night, so... I mean, Adrian Peterson looking like he's going to be the guy there for the Titans. And once he starts to be worked in a bit more, maybe they uh, maybe he gets going and maybe he bumps up that 2.1 average yards per carry. Yeah, so. I think he will. He looked I mean, he looked all right for being out of the league for a while and being older. I mean, I'm sure he'll get more definitely more chances. Yeah, he'll get into game shape as the weeks go on and maybe yeah. towards the end of uh, the fantasy football season towards the playoffs week 15, 16. Uh, maybe, yeah, Adrian Peterson's starting to be that guy. guess we'll, we'll kind of have to see how this next week goes, but maybe we'll, yeah, maybe we're talking about him in the future as, I mean, top five running back to the end of the season. So, yep. I mean, that's a, a, a big jump there, but still, it's Adrian Peterson, the yeah. former MVP, uh, single season rushing game record. Like, it's just, he's a beast. Yeah. So, he's a good fit, too, for that offense. So, it's going to be great to see how he does with the Titans. I mean... I mean, we've always kind of, I mean, I can say I've never really liked Adrian Peterson because he was a Viking fan or Viking player and then a Lions player. So it's kind of like always just kind of not liked him. But now he's not in the division, not even in the conference. Yeah. So we can root for him. Maybe yep. hope, hope he does good at the 36 years old. But still, there's not a lot of uh, people over the age of 30 that are doing very good nowadays. So. Yeah. I mean, unless you're Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm talking skill players. Yeah. Gotcha. Skill players. I was actually looking at that. Um looking into like just scrimmage yards and stuff like that, there are two players in the top 30 scrimmage yards that are over the age of 30. Really? Cordero Patterson's the first one on that list. Oh, boy. Can you guess who the second guy is? I don't even have a clue. Kelsey. Travis oh, Kelsey. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. And he's like 29th. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it's just it's a young man's league. And, yeah, uh, yeah Adrian Peterson, hopefully he can be one of the old, old heads that uh, gets it going for the Titans. So... Uh, all right, moving on to the wide receiver waiver wire candidates. Um, I mean, the main one here, the number one fantasy wide receiver in week nine, Elijah Moore, 27 fantasy points, seven receptions, eight targets, 84 yards, two touchdowns. This is two games in a row now with 10 plus fantasy points, and he's only rostered in 15.3% of leagues. So again, we talked about the Jets earlier. Uh, their quarterback situation is very iffy, but I mean good wide receivers will get the ball. I mean, yeah. we were thinking about that kind of with the beginning of the season with the Colts wide receivers. It's just 
There's really not one guy. Michael Pittman has emerged as that one guy. Yep. And we really haven't seen that with the Jets so far this season. I mean, Jamison Crowder came back. He had a 19-point game. Corey Davis had a good week one, I think, or whatever. Yeah, he did. Yep. He had a couple good weeks. Yeah. I, I don't own him in any leagues, so I haven't really paid attention. But, uh, yeah, just the Jets wide receivers, there's really no one that's jumping out above the rest. And nope. Elijah Moore, he's a second-round pick just this past year. Teammates of... Uh, A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf at uh, Ole Miss. And those guys uh, have good things to say about Elijah Moore. So, uh, yeah, I mean, start getting him more targets. I mean, this is two games in a row now with 10-plus fantasy points. And those last two games were with backup quarterbacks. So maybe yeah. it's Zach Wilson. Maybe Zach Wilson doesn't like him. I guess we'll kind of find out once he comes back. But, uh, yeah, Elijah Moore, definitely a very uh, promising young rookie. I mean, we talked about... I feel like there's a rookie wide receiver on the waiver wire every week for yep. us. I mean, Kadarius Tony, Rashad Bateman. I mean, those two. Rashad Bateman's done pretty good so far. Decent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Kadarius Tony kind of dropped off these last couple of weeks. So hopefully Elijah Moore can emerge as that wide receiver uh, for the Jets. Who knows? I mean, yeah. it's the Jets. Mm -hmm. So just a guy to keep your eye on. I mean, 27 fantasy points is a, is a hefty amount. Yeah, so, number I mean, one wide receiver, you said. Yeah. So hopefully if he can keep that going. But uh, the next wide receiver on the list, uh, I, I'm probably going to say this wrong, but uh, Falcons wide receiver Olamide Zacchaeus. I, it sounds, sounds right. right. Yeah, yeah sure. it sounds right. Yeah, I'll go with it. Rostered in 0.3% of leagues, uh, but he had 20 fantasy points this past week. I mean, three receptions, 58 yards, two touchdowns on three targets. So not a lot of targets there. But the 20 fantasy points and uh, Calvin Ridley being gone, that just kind of is my main reason for this. I mean, 20 points is 20 points. And if he's maybe getting the touchdowns from Matt Ryan, doesn't matter how many receptions he's going to get. But again, it's just the three receptions, two touchdowns. It's just iffy there. But yeah, I mean, very touchdown based. I mean, with all the touchdowns, he has what, eight points? Yeah. Which leads me to the next guy. I mean, another Falcons wide receiver, Russell Gage, rostered in 16.3% of leagues. He had a, a little bit more uh, receptions and targets this week. Seven receptions, eight targets, 64 yards, no touchdowns, but 13 fantasy points. So, I mean, he adds a touchdown that's 19. Yeah. As the two that um, Zacchaeus had, I mean, that's a, that's a damn good day. So, yeah. I mean, Russell Gage... He's now the presumed number one wide receiver for the Falcons. And if Matt Ryan's going to keep it going, I mean, he had 300 plus yards against the good Saints pass defense. So, yeah, I mean, maybe that offense gets going a little bit here in the latter part of the season. And maybe these two guys start to show up a little bit and have some good games. But, yeah, just, yeah, just, my main reason is just, yeah, Calvin Ridley being out. So, just those guys, potential targets, just kind of see how it goes. I mean, Russell Gage would be the guy here. I mean, eight targets, seven receptions, only 64 yards. But, I mean, like you said, good Saints pass defense yep, there. So Still getting those targets is what yeah, the exactly. thing is. Yeah. yeah, getting the targets. I mean, he'll get, he'll get points from week to week, hopefully. I mean, like I said, the inconsistency this year is just ridiculous. So, next week you just watch. Zacchaeus will have ten targets and Gage will have three. Something stupid like that, but... We'll just have to wait and see how it goes next week. But uh, on to the tight ends. There's only one tight end candidate for me this week, Dan Arnold. I had him last week, too. Uh, again, no touchdowns on the season for him, but he had seven targets, four receptions, 60 yards, 
and a solid 10 fantasy points. So it's good for a tight end. It is good for a tight end. Uh, I was Unfortunately. Looking, yeah, I was. it's just, yeah, it's ridiculous. But it's the 10, it's 10 plus fantasy points uh, every week since they're by, which is only two weeks. So it's only two games, 10 plus fantasy points, but he doesn't have a touchdown in those games. He's getting targets, he's getting receptions, he's getting yards. And yeah, I mean, he's going to get touchdowns at some point, right? You would think, yeah. <laughs> you would think so. Being the number one tight end on the Jaguars, you would think, especially with the wide receiver core the way it is for the Jaguars, I mean, yeah, there really isn't... just not playing well. Yeah, there's really no one. I mean, DJ Chark is done for the season. He's been gone for a couple weeks now. Marvin Jones, he's had like a 20-point fantasy or performance a couple weeks back, but since then, no 10-plus points. And then LaVisca Chenault, talk about him in the drop candidates. But yeah, it's just those guys just have not been performing. And Dan Arnold seems to be a good target for uh, Trevor Lawrence and 10 fantasy points a week if you need a guy. I know in one of my leagues, I mean, I had George Kittle, who was on IR just this past week. I mean, he's back now, George Kittle. So that was great. 20 points in this first game back. But I had George Kittle, Robert Tanya, and Dawson Knox. I mean, those three were all hurt. Yeah, all hurt last week. So, I mean, I should have went out and picked up Dan Arnold, but thank God I had uh, George Kittle returning from IR. So, uh, yeah, it's just, guy, if you, if you need a tight end, go pick him up. But, yeah, it's just, it's hard to know, especially with the Jaguars offense. Well, and even too. tight ends, too. Yeah, I was looking at, too, I think, like, CJ Uzama's the number 10 tight end this yeah, year. Yeah, I think I saw that. And he had three games with over 10 points. It's crazy. It's just ridiculous how this season has gone for tight ends. You either have guys that are just consistent game in and game out, but then you also have, I mean, Travis Kelsey, who has had a couple of dips in his games. So the tight end position, yeah, like we said, this whole year has just been very inconsistent. Tight ends, just a small window into that. So on to the drop candidates. I mean, mentioned him earlier, Kenneth Gainwell, uh, rostered in 36.4% of leagues, only had two carries. Two carries in week nine. He did have a touchdown, so he had six points on the day. Yeah. Um, the goal line carry. Yeah. It's just I I just don't even know. I'm not. I don't even want to say any more about Kenneth Game. We'll go on to Mike Davis. <laughs> Mike Davis. Uh, seventy four percent. He's rostered in seventy four uh, percent of leagues, and he hasn't hit fifty four rushing yards in a game this season. It's just not good. It's not good. I mean, I was very, we both were actually very, very high on him coming into the season. I mean, you think about it though, if Cordero Patterson and Mike Davis merged into one player, we would have been right. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) if Cordero's stats just went to Mike Davis, I mean, obviously he wouldn't have had that three receiving touchdown game. Yeah. He wouldn't have had all that receiving work, but still, I mean, the touches, I think Mike Davis could be. Could do well, but I just think since Cordell Patterson's doing so much better, they why Yeah, why, why do we need to use Mike? Roll with the hot hand. I mean, yeah, Mike Davis, his season high fantasy points was thirteen point three, and that was in week two. Yeah, like I mean Cordero Patterson averages sixteen fantasy points per game this season. It's just he's just having a ridiculous season, Cordero Patterson is, and if you got him on the waiver wire, I mean that's the waiver wire pick of the year. Like, oh yeah. We were week that's one the James Robinson of this year. Yeah, James Robinson, Alvin Kamara, those I mean, most of the times you talk about those guys, I mean, they're rookies. This year it's a he's thirty been... year old who's been in the league for eight years. Yeah. Like it's just so crazy what Cordell Patterson has done. And, yeah, I mean, we were so high on Mike Davis coming into the season. I had him statted out as, like, a top 15 running back. And, yeah, he just, yeah, 
disappointing. So, yeah, very disappointing season. And, um, yeah, just in, like another guy that I had projected very highly this season, LaVisca Chenault, former first-round pick just last year. Fifty. He's rostered in 52.4% of leagues, and he's had only four targets in back-to-back weeks. And his season high in fantasy points was 17, which is all right, but that was week four, so, I mean... Yeah, a month ago, <laughs> and it's just yeah, Lavisca Chenault's clearly not doing what I thought he was gonna do. They're not using him as I thought, or maybe he's just not as talented. I guess I haven't really paid attention to the Jaguars games. You really don't see much of them. No, they're not usually on TV. Yeah, usually not on TV, not on the red zone, and just haven't seen Lavisca Chenault, and he just hasn't been getting anything done. So it's just it's sad. I mean, I had him. I think I drafted him in like the seventh round this year or something like that. I drafted him pretty high and has not played out that well. So uh, that, yeah, that that's going to stop me from going out and thinking, oh yeah, that guy's like just next year when I'm doing preparation, <laughs> I'm going to be like, just be very hesitant about who I think is yep. going to do what. Don't I'm, gamble I, on people. Yeah. Much. Not, not say, oh, this guy's going to do good just based on a hunch. Got to have some evidence Facts. to back it up. And yep. I mean, I thought I did, but I guess I didn't have that much evidence. So, Lavisca Chanel just having an awful season so far. And then Robbie Anderson, too, uh, rostered in about 57% of leagues. Only one reception, three targets on two yards, or in two yards in week nine. Like Horrible. Horrible stat line there. He's only scored over 10 fantasy points once, or once in the past eight games. And that one time, he scored 10.1 fantasy points. So, he got a whole point one over that 10-point mark. So, it's just been an awful season for Robbie Anderson. And, I mean, Sam Darnold clearly isn't the guy that the Panthers thought he would be. And that's having an impact on all the wide receivers around them. So, Robbie Anderson, yeah, probably a drop candidate at this point. Probably go out there and get try to get Elijah Moore. Any other guy. Yeah, I mean, Russell Gage even. Like, the... Robbie Anderson. I mean, he had great seasons back in the jet, back with the Jets, and even, even with had a the Panthers. Season last year, yeah, yeah. it just—it's just not happening this year. He clearly taking a step down. And yeah, it's just unfortunate to hear or to see the decrease in fantasy there. But uh, yeah, you got anybody that you want to talk about for no, drop I candidates? Think, I think you hit it all right here. Allen Robinson, I guess we oh, had him on there last year or last week, I should say. But yeah, he's also doing. Yeah, he's poor. Just, he's just been doing absolutely awful. I mean. Especially after the season he had last year where he was, I mean, I wouldn't say top 10, but he was top 15, maybe top 20 last year. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what he was last year. but He had a better season than he did this year. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of other guys, too, I guess uh, we could kind of talk about. Julio Jones, I mean, do you drop him at this point? He hasn't played Uh, a whole lot, but in in the games he has, he hasn't done all that much. It'd be harder to drop Julio, I think, than some of these other guys. Yeah, no, that was my thought exactly. Um... I just, yeah, Julio Jones is such a big name. He had that 128 receiving yards in week two, I think it was, is what it was. And he had a great game then, but yeah, he hasn't had done anything since then. And like another guy too, I mean, Kenny Galladay. Yeah. He, I dropped him in a league just because, yeah, I, I was sick He's of him hurt. not putting up any points. Yeah, it's him just, and being hurt. I did the same thing with him last year. I drafted him and he sat on my bench because he was hurt the entire time. And he had a good game this season i mean he had 100 yards i think one game over 10 fantasy points but it's just yeah it's just not good for kenny galladay this season i mean injuries are clearly plaguing him and it's just a talent waste not talent wasted but just like talent not 
fulfilled. Yeah. Because he just, he was so good with the Lions his first couple of years. And yeah, just really taking a step down. Only 51 yards per game this season. Hasn't even caught a touchdown. So that's nice. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's great news. I mean, I've had him projected as a top 15 wide receiver too. I mean, I was high on Kenny Galladay. I'm thinking new connection, new town. Daniel Jones is throwing the ball now. Maybe Daniel Jones just needed that big wide receiver and. Nope. nope not at all so yeah kenny kenny galladay probably a guy you can drop but julio you might want to hang on to for the meantime and that is it for our waiver wire and drop candidates thank you for tuning in to another episode of the tbj fantasy football podcast and be sure to tune in for our next episode where we will do our week 11 preview